Alright, hi, I'm Reagan, and I decided to interview an old friend um, from back in my high school days. Um, I have also been with them for a couple placements, so I've been in their classroom, and I thought it would be really cool to ask them what they thought about literacy in the classroom while also already seeing what they do in the classroom. So yeah, stay tuned. I hope you enjoy. All right, the first thing I want to talk about is Vieira's notion that literacy is anything and everything in history. He gave examples a lot of what he does in the classroom. And one thing that I noticed was like, he always talked further than just text. So it wasn't just that we were reading and writing in the class and that's how his lessons were planned. But he also wanted students to like, critically think and evaluate pieces of art and paintings and sculptures and stuff like that. And he also wanted students to listen to music and be able to understand and comprehend why that piece of music was made and um, how it fits in with history. And so I thought that was just really important to talk about now because in history, it does seem to be a lot of reading and writing. But it can also be more fun and colorful, like art and music. Um, I think it also aids to get students more involved and more interested um, than just sitting there and highlighting a packet of words um, and looking at these beautiful pieces of art and music can be way more involving than a chapter from a book. And I also think it's important, it's an important skill to learn how to critically look at art and music because that was something that I never did in high school and that I've had to do in college and I wasn't prepared for it. So I think adding that aspect of literacy and that aspect of like teaching that that is a part of literacy earlier is very, very um, helpful and it would probably improve a lot of students freshman year um, grades and probably help with their anxieties as well. So the next thing we discussed is vocabulary, which I find really, really important. You need vocabulary and everything, but where exactly do you put it and how do you put it into the lesson and make sure that kids actually learn the vocabulary and not just write it down, make their own sentence and then never look at it again. Um, and Fear's solution to that was pre-assessment. Do a Kahoot at the very beginning of that unit or chapter um, with all the vocabulary words in the Kahoot. And then that will give you as the teacher an idea of where the students are with that vocabulary um, for that chapter or unit. So it's also not like bombarding them with the entire semester's vocabulary, like, go learn this, we're gonna have a test on it. Um, and it also um, allows you to see what kids understand and what they know in the vocabulary, and then you can go back and make sure you implement what they do not know in your lesson. Um, and I just, I kind of thought that was genius because you wouldn't think to do a pre-assessment on vocabulary, like maybe, 
pre-assessment on the chapter or unit in general, yes, but not just the vocabulary. Like, make the vocabulary the first thing you do. Because as soon as you start teaching the lesson and they don't understand the vocabulary, they're not going to understand the lesson. Um, so I think I just found that really, really important. And um, I really, really appreciated the way he did that um, in the Kahoot first and then seeing what they know and what they don't know and then going from there. Um, I then asked him, like, how would he implement the vocabulary that they don't know? Would it be writing it down and making your own sentence? Um, he said sometimes. Um, he said, but he wouldn't have them do that on their own. He said they would have them do that in groups. Um, so that way you would hear other people's version of the definition um, or how they would use that in a sentence. So you would get multiple aspects um, of that word. Um, he also said, no, he says sometimes that we go in as an entire class and read an excerpt or like a um, small, probably secondary source. Um, and then he says we critically analyze the parts of the vocabulary because I want them to learn how to read sources and even with the words that they don't know in there and how to critically think instead of just giving up. He said, um, but we do that as class. Um, so that way everybody's learning how to critically analyze these sources. Um, yeah, so I just, I just really appreciated the way he did that and the way he handles vocabulary in his classroom. All right. The last thing that I'm going to discuss is his goals and expectations in regards to literacy. I thought this was so subjective and a really, really hard question to ask whenever we wrote it on our PowerPoint slide um, for possible questions to ask. And I really debated whether to ask him this question or not. Because it is so subjective. Like, what if you have um, special needs students in your class? And what if you have um, ESL in your class? And, like, there's just so many different parts to that. It's like, unless you have a specific goal or expectation for every single student, how does this apply? Um, so I asked him, what are some goals and expectations in regards to literacy? His straight away answer was that students enjoy what they're reading. He says you can you can give them text or art or music that they don't enjoy and you're not going to see the results that you want to see ever. So he said he really prefers to let students find something that they're interested in to read about. Because they'll engage with it more. Um, and I completely agree with that. I really do. I think that if you don't enjoy what you're reading, you're not going to engage with it. And you're not going to read word for word, trying to pull as much out of it as you possibly can. Um, versus something that you are engaged with and something that you 
you want to read and you're going to make sure that you absorb and um, learn as much as you can from it. Um, and he said that the, that's the first goal is that they learn how to enjoy reading. Um, so that way they continue to want to read. The second thing that, or the second goal that he um, said was to learn how to think critically. Um, and he said, but this, this needs to start out in groups. He said, this, this is very hard to learn by yourself sitting there with a highlighter. Um, he said, it's very, it's much easier when they're in groups because they all notice something different. So if you give four kids the same paper, all four of them are going to find a different sentence in there that means something to them. So he said, by doing it that way, students can see that it's not just that one sentence that is the most important part. It's, um, it's a little bit of everything, and you have to piece those pieces together to find um, what it is they really want to, uh, what the author really wants to get across. Um, um, yeah, and again, I never did that in high school, so I was like, Man, I really wish I had you as a teacher because maybe I would have been more prepared for college. Um, but I think the groups thing is really important too because like reading a lot in one class in every class for multiple times a day can probably get exhausting. I know I can. I was in high school. But like being in groups, you can bounce ideas off of each other and you can bounce what you think is important versus what they think is important. And you can also develop these discussion skills that I think could be um, super important as well. So he said literacy isn't just about critically thinking, although that is a goal, but rather they enjoy to read and they want to continue to read. And once you have that down, that way you build. And now let's look at how you read. Um, and how to get the most out of whatever it is you're reading or looking at. Um, yeah. And I just, I love that because <sighs> critical thinking is not easy. And it's not something, it's not a skill you develop overnight. So I think that the notion of taking your time and learning how to do it and learning how to do it with, um, with other students um, is a great teaching skill. And a great way to also implement that critical thinking and critically analyzing aspect of literacy into your class without bombarding and drowning the students in essential questions and stuff like that. So yeah. All right, so that was it for my discussion. And somewhat a couple revelations that I had with my practitioner interview. Uh, I hope y'all enjoyed, and I guess if you have any questions, you can ask me. We're all in the same class. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening.